We are I. I recently met this person, this, uh, this woman that through the course of time, as the sands drift through the skinny part of the hourglass and we converse a little bit more and I understand a little bit more about what makes her tick, I realized that, you know, the confusion that some people face by not by not truly understanding their capabilities is interesting to me. It's fascinating. It's like this little, it's like this experiment and paradox and, you know, reflection. It's like all these things that just pop into my mind and in my heart to be able to investigate. So it's like, I want to truly understand how people can get to a certain point in life. And we'll call this, around that 40 mark and not and not find pathways to truly understand who they are and maybe not even in in full context but you can start scratching the surface it's like you understand it's like you know what door to knock on you know what path generally to go down now this person admits to me, not on a regular basis, but has admitted to me a few times is saying that the number one thing that she thinks is holding her back from understanding who she really truly is, is the people in her life. You know, I pause there for a second to let that sink in because I hear this all the time. You know, in this context to what she's explaining is slightly different but the overall concept is exactly the same. The people in my life, the people in our lives. You know, I've I've seen this countless times over the years where it's like, you know, I really feel like that I want to experience life more, but my wife or my husband, or I just don't have any friends to be able to do these things with, or they don't want me to, or they're holding me back, or they won't let me. They make me feel shitty for wanting to do this. You know, I want to be healthier, you know, but all my friends want to do when we go to just drink and eat shitty food. And then I say that I don't want to drink tonight. And it's like, then you become the social pariah in your network. You know, if you, if you don't live the certain kind of way in Western life that really promotes an unhealthy life, you really start to become this social pariah. You know, I've seen this, like I said, countless times over the years. If you want to work really hard, if you if you want to work 10 or 12 hours a day, 14 hours a day, but you find a way to be able to balance it because you know, you're not going to work 10, 12, or 14 consecutive hours. You might wake up a little bit earlier and wake two or work two or three hours. You know, then you might work another six or seven hours and you might, you know, grab the kids from school and take them to an activity. You might work for an hour while they're at their activity. They might go to bed and you work for another hour or two and you might really enjoy that. That might really feed your soul. And what, what takes away from that is then, you know, 
people discouraging you from doing that. Like it's wrong. Like you shouldn't be working that much. Like you shouldn't be working that hard. Or not, not allowing you to be able to express yourself in this way that connecting with hard work means something to you and it feeds your soul and you have to do this. And if you're not allowed to do it, then it kind of breaks that little bit of part of you instead of people encouraging you and be like, fuck yeah, go do your thing. That's you do it and do it to the fullest. And in this regard, you know, like this woman, she says like, hey, I've always wanted to do fucking like epic shit. I've always wanted to do epic things, really wanted to test myself, really want to see what I'm capable of because her dad is special forces. So you can fucking imagine if like this person has told her any stories, which he has. Or you just imagine like the like the proxy authority that this person walks around with knowing that they've done this and hearing all the stories from around the world of all the people that have been in special forces who are willing to be able to tell stories knowing that your father walked in those footsteps. He's a part of that brotherhood. Like you can imagine that there's a part of you, never mind that, you know, like this gentleman's offspring is obviously probably produced fucking genes inside of a human where they're just scratching at the surface. You know, it may not be to the full extent of like what he did being, you know, committed to special forces, you know, but you're passing on those genes. If you want to sit there, which I think is bullshit anyway, that saying that obesity is hereditary. And it's not, it's environmental. Obesity is environmental. You don't see typically fucking jacked parents having obese kids. You know, but you'll see obese parents having obese kids. So in this situation, it's like you're going to have fucking highly motivated parents producing highly motivated kids. You're giving them the opportunity of seeing what they've done. And this isn't highly motivated in the financial realm. This is highly motivated in like, hey, we do shit. Because you know that somebody who is special forces is just going to do shit. They're going to. That person doesn't typically end up being fat and obese after the fact. They have too much discipline for that. You're going to transfer. It's going to be inside you. The only hereditary part of it is, is that it's environmental. And then that parents, those parent figures are going to pass that on to you because they're living it every day. But what happens if you don't have an avenue to properly explore that? But you know that that fucking itch is getting real itchy. And every year that goes by is getting itchier and itchier. And you fucking want to scratch it so bad. But you just don't know how. You just, you don't know how. But you see, this is the worst thing is, you see other people doing these things that's going to scratch that itch. And you're like, I just want to be a part of that. But, you know, you can't just hop in. You can't just hop into the brotherhood of fucking people doing crazy shit. And all of a sudden you're just there. But can you? You can. But it's, a hard community to break into because it's like, hey, what have you done? Well, I haven't done anything yet. Okay, well, then you become that liability. And it's like, no, no, just let me prove myself. I, you know, like, I have X, Y, and Z. I've done X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, you haven't done this. It's like, you need that one person off you that one opportunity. And it's like, I feel like that's, that's me. That's Blake. I feel like I am a forder of opportunities for people to be able to test yourself because I'm like, hey, motherfucker, like, if you want to go, if you really want to go do something fucking 
crazy, epic. You know, I'm not talking about I'm going to go free climb the side of a mountain. Fuck all that shit. You know, but if you really want to test the depths of your mind, if you want to test the depths of your soul, if you want to test the depths of your capabilities, if you want to have this well that people can clearly see that you see, but you look at them and you're like, you have no idea. You have no idea the depths of this well. And if you want to go, let's go. Because I'm down. I'm fucking down all the time. It's like, if you want that opportunity, let's go. So this is interesting because now this person is at this crossroads. She has said to me, I want to be tested like this. I, I want to be tested. I want to know what I'm capable of. I know it's an itch that needs to be scratched. I know there's something laying inside me. So I said to her, I'm like, hey, I'm like, there's a monster inside you. I'm like, who is it? How is it? What is it capable of? You know what her response was to me? I've always known there's a monster inside me. It's like, fuck yeah. What a great goddamn answer that is. It's like, well then, let's see. You know, like, push the boulder away from the cave. Walk in to that darkness. Feel the shiver that chill up your spine. Strike your match. Light your torch. Walk down that flicker, the flame of the torch that you're holding in your hand. What's down there? What's inside that abyss? You walk in. You can feel you can feel the the heaviness of that presence. You can feel it. it's just rattling your bones. And you look down and you can see all the remains of these carcasses on the floor. You realize that every single one of those carcasses is just a different form of you at a different point in time of your life. All these little tests as you're wearing this these t-shirts that say, these badges that say, you know. Test one, test two, environment three, situation four. You can read it on those badges. It's eerie because there's just hundreds of you laying on the ground and then you look up and you're holding this torch and then you're faced with that monster. It's the most ruthless fucking version of you. You can see it, you can distinguish it. It's you, but you can see this rabid fucking monster chained to the floor. With just enough, just enough slack in those chains to be able to move around in just this area where there's all these carcasses of you. These past lives that you've lived. These past situations that you've been in just destroyed and laid on the floor. And you're face to face with this monster. And this drool is coming down. It's face all over its chin and dripping on the floor. And you can smell the stank of the breath. You can feel the intensity of the energy. And you say, okay, come on. It's time for you to see the light of day. So you crack out your sword and you cut those fucking chains. You turn your back. And you take those few steps forward and you look over your shoulder. And you can see that that fucking monster starts to lift its arms for the first time. Like knowing that it's finally free. And you keep on walking out that door.
and keep on walking down that pathway. You see the end of the cave, you know the end of the cave is there. You know that the fresh air is, you know, maybe a hundred yards away. You keep on walking, you look over your shoulder and you see this beast, this monster starts to walk. You start to get those chills up your spine again, being like, what is this monster going to do? Is it going to attack me? And you keep on walking, you can feel that this monster is picking up speed. You feel that this monster is starting to run, it gets that taste of freedom. And you're nearing the edge of that cave, you're about to walk out those doors. You're about to walk out into that fresh air, into the world, and you know that you're unleashing that monster into this world. You get to the edge of that cave, the proverbial door. And you can feel that monster just reach out and put its hand on your shoulder. You feel those chills just run down your body. Because you know as soon as you walk out that door, as soon as you allow this beast to be able to come into the fresh air of this world, you know that you're going to go to a place that you've never been before. Things are going to change. From this moment forward, things are going to change. Because you need to rely upon that fucking monster. That demon that lays inside you. You need to tap into the ruthless resources that it has to be able to accomplish this next thing. This environmental thing. This test. This avenue that you put yourself in. And the best part of all that is it builds the strength. When you're going through that test. When you're leveraging the energy of that beast. The experience of that beast. That it gives you the strength to be able to walk it back in that cave. You've gained the respect of that beast, that monster, that it walks back into the cave behind you. And you can put those shackles on without resistance. And you can say, lay here and wait. I will be back. Rest assured. Now that I've used your strength, your power once. I know. I know I need to be back. I know I need to come get you. I know that I want to exercise your power. Then, and only then, it's that clarifying point of part of life. Really come and be like, wow. Now that is what I'm capable of. But what makes you come back to the entrance of that cave? Is that itch that needs to be scratched again, being like, fuck, if I accomplish that, what else can I accomplish? What else is there? So you start tapping on the entrance of that cave door a little bit more frequently all the time. Because you realize the potential for human beings. You realize your potential. You realize what human beings are supposed to be doing on this planet, the force that they are. And you become addicted to that determination. You become addicted to that mindset. You become addicted to that energy. You become addicted to that accomplishment. You become addicted to the the structure that that brings. You become addicted to the, the clarity that that brings. You become addicted to the energy that it brings. And you learn how to fine tune that. And that beast, that monster becomes your best friend. Because it's like that loving dog that's always there. Because there's no longer this 
ruthless, destructive animal that you thought that this beast may be, this monster at least inside you may be, is actually just this beautiful fucking life force. This beautiful life force that just gives you everything that you need. It allows you to be able to understand who you are mentally and emotionally and physically. It clarifies life. It allows you to be able to day in and day out get up early to be able to create time. Day in and day out train to be able to make yourself physically stronger. Day in and day out you know, test yourself to be able to make yourself physically, mentally and emotionally stronger. Give you an opportunity to understand life through a different lens that only this lens can offer you. So thank you. Because when I look at people like this, when I look at her and I say, okay, you can do this. I get to add another fucking monster to my life, which I love. Because again, in the famous words of Joey Diaz, all you need in this world to take it over is three bad motherfuckers. Mm-hmm.